14 minutes it is now before 8 p.m. And it's our wrap of the top business stories as we kick things off this week and take a look at how markets have fared at the start of this new week. Nessa Pumanindra joins me now on the line to take it, uh, a look at the largest stories at the start of this new week in the world of business. Nessipo, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, evening, Aya. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. I'm good. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So some interesting remarks earlier made uh, uh, today by uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa uh, at NEDLAC and uh, I guess touching on uh, you know, some of the work towards implementing some of the economic reforms that are needed. But uh, certainly, I guess, uh, receiving a lot of uh, criticism uh, and uh, scathing attacks from the Minerals Council, which uh, feels that, uh, I guess, the pace of some of these reforms very, very slow. Of course. Um, of course. Um, I think we're heading into year number three of the presidency and we have not seen any substantiated changes uh, from the initial promises that were made and furthermore we are in a whole pandemic which has I think torpedoed some of those plans because of budget reallocations and we're still arguing about the same thing three years later which is namely the constant SOE bailouts, constant corruption, um, lack of economic growth, which has been on a decline, and now we're in a whole pandemic, which just multiplies all of these, all of these ailments already. So, so I sort of see where they're coming from. But again, we're in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, as I read it, the first thing that came to mind was like, oh, minerals, energy complex, oh, the mining lobby. Um, and, and maybe I'm, I'm being sort of unfairly dismissive of them uh, and some of the things that they're raising. Uh, but many people would suggest that I guess we find ourselves in a context where, you know, uh, the ability to do business, I mean, for them, they find themselves in a, in a good environment now, sort of, uh, you know, very good commodity prices, you know, bumper production numbers coming out. Uh, so somebody might say, well, you know, sit in some corner and enjoy your, uh, I guess, uh, your day of sunshine. Uh, you can, but remember, the Minerals Council, I think they're one of the few sectors in the economy that understand the concept of cycles. So in times of good cycles, you need to invest. You need to be working at strategies to grow the country because when you have a bad cycle, you won't be able to do it which is what currently what we're in right now, which is a bad cycle. And furthermore, and remember, furthermore, as much as you may talk about mines and their production and their revenue, mines, like all businesses in the economy, do not open, do not operate in isolation. So it's easy to say, um, yes, they're doing well. Yes, the mines itself are doing very, very well, but they also operate in an ecosystem mm, and yeah, and yeah. for them for them to justify spending more money they need a growing economy to do that and they they recognize that time is not on their side when it comes to the price of resources they understand sure, sure. like i said they one of the few sectors in this country that get the concept of cycles and what you need to do in an up and down cycle in an up cycle yeah. like currently what we are in you need to invest and to drive growth as much as possible so that when the down cycle happens, you have the ability to absorb the losses. Unfortunately, the economy of SA is in a down cycle with no, um, no, 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 no refuge and, or no idea or concept of when the bottom mm. will truly be. Sure. And it's, it's one of the reasons why our vaccine um, 
or our COVID preparation or readiness mm. has not been where it needs to be because sure. it's a simple it's nice lack of resources. I want us to pause here for a second, and we'll certainly touch on, you know, some of the debates around that particular issue. Uh, certainly, after we receive the remarks from the president this evening, many people expecting that a lot of that is going to be around the vaccine. But uh, I want us to pause here and uh, take a brief break. When we come back, Snesipo, uh, let's take a look at DRD Gold staying in uh, the commodity sector. And uh, they certainly have cashed in on some of the high prices that we've seen and uh, flagging a bumper, f- uh, I guess, uh, first half of uh, their financial year. We'll come back to that after this. Seven minutes it is now before 8pm. We continue with our wrap of the top business stories and Snesipo Maninja joins us to help us take a look at some of these stories. Uh, Snesipo, uh, DRD Gold, now, uh, you know, they are a tailings and sort of um, treatment uh, player in the gold sector and uh, I understand 51% owned by Sabanya Stillwater and uh, certainly having, I guess, uh, a good first six months of the year. Yeah, they're smiling. High commodity prices have been beneficial to them. And uh, they've reported that they're looking to double some of their profits and on the back of high prices. And also they're looking at, I think, I think based on how the numbers, they might be declaring a dividend. I see a dividend coming up. And yeah, yeah. So I think they're looking good. Uh, they're looking, they're cashing in, like, like I said before, on when it comes to um, mining, when times are good, you need to cash in as much as you possibly can. And, you know, when you look at a business like this um, and, and you think about, I guess, sort of some of the things that are driving the spike in PGMs and in the gold sector, uh, you made the point earlier on that, you know, when the price environment is good, that's when you invest. Um, well, what are the prospects, I guess, for for this particular play and I guess the gold sector more broadly? And we so always talk about platinum, palladium uh, and what a rally they've had in the last few years or so. Uh, but uh, I guess for the gold sector, a lot of people like to think of, you know, South Africa as a big player of the past. Um, what are some of your senses, I guess, on this particular sort of sector and uh, some of the environmental factors that are driving this price rally and, and how sustainable they are? Um, so, as you know, in times of economic uncertainty, gold seems to be a commodity that people just happen to flock to in times of uncertainty. I think 2020 and 2021 has the beginning so far, this first month of calendar month of 2021 has been just a bumper year in terms of um, instability. So you've seen a big, 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 big rally in gold. And remember, gold, gold, um, sort of platinum has sort of t- overtaken gold as the favorite commodity, just from a South African perspective. And, you know, um, if you look at DRD's um, plan, part of the reason why um, for me, they would be looking to declare dividends is because of their big shareholder, Sibanya, which has a lot of debt on their balance sheet. But getting back to your initial question, which relates to the environmental impact, you have to understand how gold is mined is very traditional. And as such, it raises quite a bit of environmental issues. And that's part of the, part of the reason, as well as the increase in cost. Because a lot of the gold mines here in Israel are old. They haven't been, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, refurbish, refurbish. They're not, they're not operating in um, the most, uh, the most, the most um, in socially uh, conscious, 
that's the word I'm looking for, socially conscious in terms of both environmental as well as mechanics, because the costs have always just seemed to have run away from the gold miners, which is part of the reasons why a lot of um, major entities have sort of exited gold as a commodity. But with this rallying price, it does look attractive, but for how long, we shall see. We shall see. And yeah, so, so far they must cash in when they still can, but I, I think the big heydays of what mm. both the African economy gold, I I would I, I can officially say I think they're over. Sure, sure. But, so but, I guess yeah, let the good times roll for DRD and uh, enjoy it while it lasts. Before I let you go, Snesipa, I, I can see we're about three minutes away from the president's remarks. I want to hear you on this GameStop Reddit uh, chat groups retail investors story, um, yeah. and I guess your 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 comments on that. I mean, a lot of us feel you know this is a this is the middle finger to uh, the Wall Street establishment and to to the hedge funds as well. Some of your thoughts on this? Okay, so I'm actually writing on it and recording a video on it, but um, just to understand, I want you to I, I, I fundamentally need to understand something. People need to understand something. Hedge funds are funded primarily AUM they get from their pension funds. The price growth in GameSpot and other stocks have, have been driven by artificial factors, which is a buying, artificial buying as opposed to underlying valuation. It Politics. needs to be noted that hedge funds only control, manage 3% of the public U.S. market and the percentage of stocks that are shorted by hedge funds is only 1.64%. So in terms of the size of the total market, it is actually quite micro figures. And furthermore, the losses that have been um, sustained have been um, by the hedge funds um, have been astronomical. But furthermore, I don't like hedge funds as a concept because uh, for me personally, I believe you should buy shares for the idea that they will grow. You do not buy shares on the con buy shares you don't own, sell shares you don't own on the off chance that the price will drop down. Just from fundamentally, mm. it doesn't. So, so you don't like short selling? You, that, I don't. No, because think about it. I'm buying a company shares because I think the value is going up. I'm not buying a company shares so it can go value can go down. It, it, it's contrarian mm. to the principles of investing. Um, myself and Warren Buffett were in the same WhatsApp group. In this concept, we're in the same WhatsApp group. I'm a fundamentalist at heart. You know that. I'm a fundamentalist at heart. Um, so for me, I don't like the concept of short selling. E mm. I equally also don't like the concept of buying shares as a revenge tactic. Because for me, it, it, again, GameStop is actually loss-making. Yeah, uh, it's, the end, it's at the end of like its product life cycle. I mean, who still and, you know, you know buys that? Yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 it's not driven by valuation. And for me, this Reddit platform, which already has about over two million uh, uh, followers, this is a bubble waiting to happen. Sure, sure. Think about it. Yeah, so it's, it's mixed it's Ponzi so scheme and mixed dollars to you know mixed revolution against Wall Street. Revolution because a revolution has to have an outcome. You're doing a revolution which will cost you money because eventually this bubble is going to have to burst. There's no underlying valuation principle. GameSpot is loss making. They even tried to upgrade BlackBerry, loss making. They even tried to do um, <laughs> AMC, which is a theater, which is the third kinetic core mm. of the US. 
which was um, which is quasi in business rescue and bankrupt, you you're buying shares where there's the fundamentals don't agree just on the basic, not even a short selling, don't even agree with the concept of buying. Own, but Snesipo, uh, yeah. I guess you, you can agree with the kind of twist of political irony here, right? These guys, irrespective of the magnitude, I guess, of, of the entire sort of marketplace in the US, these guys are effectively saying to many of the short sellers, you guys have been speculating in the marketplace, you've treated it as a casino for long, and we're going to go and do the same. We're going to go against even, I guess, you know, what people are calling fundamentals, and I use that in inverted commas, because that's also open to its own interpretation. But we're going to go against that as something to show you that, you know, this is the game you've been playing for decades, and now effectively it's a bit of an uncertain environment my, my sympathy goes to the people that are joining you know this uh, charade at this point in time because the people that are going to make the money that inflated the blackberry the GameStop, and the amc uh, because when the bubble bursts it's always the latecomers uh, who end up i guess with egg on their faces and that's my fundamental issue it's it's i, I, I can see the bubble it's going to burst these these stock levels cannot be maintained cannot be maintained and for me the purpose and for me okay so one of the things we were discussing with um, some of my colleagues was that fundamentally what this has proven is that the market can be manipulated in a fictitious manner in a in a in a manner that's not um equating to value and there needs to be greater for concept should the concept of short selling even be allowed not to say hedge funds mustn't be allowed because the purpose of a hedge fund is, let us understand, we have to define what a hedge fund is. The purpose of a hedge fund is to act as a market regulator to spot opportunities within the traditional asset class space hmm. at, a, at a bigger Price return. discovery. Hmm? That, is, no, no, that, is, that is actually their purpose. The idea of using short <laughs> selling, which is a mechanism where you, for me, I don't agree with, but I do believe that Spotting the diamonds in the rough for me is a good buying a share at ten US dollars mm. and it's going up to a hundred. That for me understanding the growth trajectory because for me I, I like the research aspect of understanding what's happening to the market. Like the guys who bought Johnson and Johnson when Corona first arrived in China, they're sitting pretty now. They're sitting mm. pretty right now. Mm. That's what I talk about. Now that is a pure hedge fund strategy. If you look at it, looking where which entities are going to are going to take advantage in a pandemic. Now that so, is sounds a like a bit of a gamble and speculation, also, right? Uh, yeah, and I think but it's also, there's the flip side of the risk it's, matrix it's, it's, as well. Yeah, but it's rooted in science. It's rooted in a methodology. That's the thing. For me, okay. these guys are acting contrary, and there's no methodologies. There's no science. There's no underlying uh, models. There's no analysis because GameSpot is the fundamental issue is that GameSpot is a loss making entity <laughs> you cannot run away from that simple that simple departure point that's what uh, I yeah. what I what I look towards but I, I like I said for me for me I love analyzing companies but I always I literally always take it it needs to be rooted I always fundamentally believe it should always be rooted in science and Some in technical the analysis mm, sure in sure, the before we let you go, I mean, I can see, um, you know, the president. So, so I think maybe just the last one there, your comments on um, 
the smartphone battles that continue. We were talking at the sales, talking about the sales numbers last week, and it seems now a bit of a political or diplomatic play here by Chinese smartphone maker Xiaomi, which is launching a legal complaint uh, against the U.S. for, I guess, suggesting that it's a, a communist Chinese military organization uh, linked to the, uh, I guess, uh, Xi Jinping regime. Yes, you know how China's, you know how those laws in the U.S., once you're listed in a terrorism, it basically stops your business. And the U.S. ultimately is the biggest consumer market. So fundamentally, I think there was a lot of, there were, the the understanding was the minute Trump is gone, the minute Trump is gone, um, or would, or would, uh, or would, uh, uh, they'll be able to trade freely. But unfortunately, I think they forget that from a U.S. police perspective, there's an ideologically anti-Chinese... Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, let's go, let's go see what country dad is saying. Country dad. Okay. Earlier today, the Deputy President, David Mabuza, Minister of Health, Dr. Zuelini Mkise, Minister Kumbuzo Nchaveni, Minister, Acting Minister.